This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I've titled this week's episode, Look How the Mighty Have Fallen. And boy, is it a long way down for Thomas and for Flo, but we will get into that soon enough. I hope y'all had a great week and weekend. Mine was pretty busy. I'll tell you more about it in just a little bit. But first, let's get into the questions of the week and our messages and comments. Let me just say really quickly, I greatly appreciate everyone who commented and gave their opinions It was an overwhelming amount, and I am so thankful that you took the time to do that. So the first question was, is Thomas redeemable? Overwhelming response of no. No. So there you go. I had no one that actually said just a straight yes. I do have two comments that I want to read for you guys regarding the question. So, the first comment is from Facebook, and it comes from Leslie Merritt. She says, If it were real life, I'd say no. But a good writer can turn him into a reputable guy with a swipe of a pen. Perhaps he has post-traumatic stress from Caroline's death. Other ideas? I agree. I agree. I think they're going to go in that post-traumatic stress disorder direction. Our next comment is from Instagram, and it's from Ken C. 2013. We all know Ken. Ken says, absolutely not. I still believe he shot Bill and set up Taylor, and he probably did something to Caroline. I hope he doesn't harm Douglas, because I saw this week that they will be taken to one another. I totally agree, Ken. I really hope that he does not harm Douglas. So the next question was, who should raise Douglas? Broken Ridge, Steffi, or Liam and Hope? Now, this question got a very, very overwhelming response. Over 200 people commented and gave their opinion. So it is impossible for me to read everyone's comment. I wish I could. But I just can't. So here's the verdict. This is what you guys had to say. 60% of you all, which is the majority, think that Steffi should raise Douglas. I am one of those 60% because I think Douglas could help Steffi get over or at least get through the whole losing Beth or Phoebe. Not that far behind. In second place, 35% 
of you guys think that Hope and Liam should raise Douglas because he's already become attached to Hope. And lastly, about 5% of you guys thought that Ridge and Brooke should raise Douglas. But there were several people who commented that Ridge and Brooke have not done such a great job parenting. (laughs) So that's maybe not the best idea. I had to laugh because Tim Murdoch, I don't know if you, if you're new to the show, you might not remember, but Tim has been on the show before. He is the host of the Happy Horror Time podcast. Anyway, Tim wrote me a message, and he put, he thinks Charlie and Pam should raise Douglas, which I got a big kick out of, because I thought that was just hilarious, and I wrote back that maybe that's not such a bad idea as long as Pam stays on her meds, but I just got a kick out of that. I thought that was really funny. I do apologize that I can't read everyone's comment, but I randomly picked some to read, out to you guys. So Chrissy Ann from Instagram says definitely it should be Liam and Hope. He has built such a close relationship with Hope and it has been so deep and he sees Steffi as his aunt and Hope more as a mother figure. Ken C also commented on Douglas. So Ken thinks Steffi should raise him. He does not think Ridge and Brooke should because they rarely raise RJ. He's in boarding school all the time. And whatever happened to Jack, Brooke's son with Nick, I believe, and I hate to say it, I think Ridge and Brooke might not last. If they do, that would be a surprise because you know when Brooke feels unloved, she sleeps around with other people's men. If you know what I'm talking about. I absolutely know what you're talking about, Ken. I'm hoping, I got my fingers crossed, that this whole thing is not going to break Brooke and Ridge up. Because they're much better together. I know a lot of people may not agree, but when Brooke is not with Ridge, she does crazy things like steals her sister's husband. And when Ridge is not with Brooke, he does crazy things too. Yeah, I like them better together. I want to thank everyone for voting and commenting. I have another comment from MK. We have not heard from MK in a while. I've been concerned about her. So we finally got a message from MK. Let's hear what MK had to say. Hi, Amanda. I was out of town and just got caught up on all of the episodes. And I am really enjoying your podcast. Thank you. Finally, the baby secret is out, and we get to see Hope and Liam with their baby girl. I am also enjoying that finally, the secret keepers are getting what they deserve, and I hope that Thomas will also be caught soon and thrown into jail with Flo. Don't we all? I have to mention my favorite gal, JMW. She killed it as Steffi, and I was crying at her scenes. My heart breaks for Steffi. Even though I know baby Beth belongs with Hope, I couldn't help but sob at her heartbreak. Great acting by JMW, and she should get another Emmy. MK. 
I couldn't agree more, MK. I thought Jacqueline did such great work, especially the emotions that you saw on her face. It was just amazing, amazing work. And I do agree that she deserves an Emmy. I think Annika does also. I am very happy the Secret Keepers are getting what they deserve. And honestly, I think really they deserve even even worse, even more punishment. So I guess we'll just have to see what happens. Thank you. Thank you so much, MK, for your message. It was so good to hear from you. I do have another question of the week, but I'm going to wait until the end of the episode to ask you guys. That's all the messages I have for this week. Let's get into the news. I'm super, super excited because I can finally tell you guys about my collaboration with the podcast We Write Sex. I've been dying to tell you guys about this, but I didn't want to jump the gun because you know how it goes in the podcast world. You just never know. So it finally happened and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I recorded with the hilarious authors. It's four authors writing a story. They each take turns writing the chapters and it's for adults only. It does contain sex, filth, and filthy sex sometimes. For the most part, it's just really, really funny. They asked me to write a story for them, a short story. For their special. And honestly, I was really honored, but also very nervous. We actually recorded this past Tuesday, and I had a blast. I had so much fun, but there was a lot of things I wanted to say that I didn't get to just because I was very nervous. And I was also totally fangirling out. It was just an amazing experience. Because this is one of my favorite podcasts. Tomorrow, I'm going to release a bonus episode where I interview, I'm using that word loosely, it's more of a chit chat, but I interview Rob, one of the creators of the podcast. You really need to listen because it's very funny and you'll get an idea of what their podcast is about. The podcast, again, is called We Write Sex. You can download it at wewritesex.com. They're also on iTunes and all major platforms where you normally get your podcast. Again, that is We Write Sex. Make sure you guys check it out because you'll get to see me in a whole new light. The episode with my story will be coming out this Wednesday Let me hear what you guys think. Get in touch with me and let me know what you think of my writing skills. The next thing I want to talk about, and let me just say before I say anything else, that I am not getting paid to say this, and I have not been asked to endorse this, but I saw this website and I thought it was so cool. I know that you guys would like it. On the show, a lot of times they have beautiful fashions, beautiful clothes, and a lot of times I'll think to myself, oh, I wonder where she got that shirt, or I love that dress. Guess what I found, guys? There is a website 
that you can do that. It is called shopyourtv.com. It has the fashions that the actors were wearing on the Bold and the Beautiful that week. It's really, really cool. You can actually shop by character and you can even shop by year. And the reason I found it is because Brooke was wearing a top that I really loved the other day with some gray pants. And I just thought, oh, that's so pretty. And it had like the lace detail. And believe it or not, I found it on this website. So if you are curious about the fashions and where to get them, head over to shopyourtv.com. The last thing I wanted to tell you guys is that the wait is over. We finally get to see Vincent Arizari on The Bold and the Beautiful this week. So I'm excited about that. And that's all the news I have for this week. So enough with the chit chat. Let's get to the recap. So that brings us into Monday the 19th. The show opens at the cabin, but we are going to circle back. We are going to start at Brooks at the big house with Katie, Donna, Ridge, Brooke, and Shauna. Shauna is trying to plead her case and Flo's case. She is begging for them to show mercy on her daughter. I get it. It's her daughter. Probably anyone would do the same thing. Shauna is basically saying the same things that Flo is at the cabin saying to Hope. She was a friend, she didn't know, etc., etc. And none of them, especially Brooke and Ridge, none of them are buying it. Ridge tells Shauna that Flo will be arrested, and Shauna is freaking out. Understandably, she is her daughter, for crying out loud. So, Shauna tries to use the family card. She reminds them that Flo is their niece. And you have to love Brooke because Brooke tells her real quick that Flo is nothing but a thief and that's all she'll ever be to her. Now we head over to Wyatt's with Liam and Wyatt. They're celebrating the return of Beth and they have a sweet brother moment. Then Bill and Justin arrive and they want to talk to Liam. They want more details about what happened and who's involved. By the way, everyone still feels really bad for Justin because of Emma, of course. Bill and Justin are both upset. And Bill insists that Reese and Flo need to rot in their cells. And you know what? I don't disagree. I really don't. I don't I don't disagree. Normally I don't always agree with Bill, but on this we agree. So Wyatt assures them. That Flo will not fight this because her remorse is real. And Liam clearly feels bad for Wyatt because he knows that he has feelings for Flo. But Wyatt assures them that this is it. He's done with Flo. But I don't buy it. I do not buy it. And of course, Bill wants to help, air quotes, put everyone in jail. And Liam assures him that Ridge is on it. When he refers to help, That is not good because when Bill helps, it's normally um, illegal or makes things worse. Now we head over to the cabin with Hope and Flo. 
Flo is begging Hope to give her another chance. A second chance. And Hope thinks that she doesn't deserve another chance. And I agree. I was shocked that she's even there asking. Flo wants to make things right. She doesn't want to lose Hope. Seriously? Seriously? She should have thought about that before now. And at first, she tries to say that she didn't know. And Hope's not buying that. So then she says that it's Thomas. And she tries to deflect any wrongdoing from herself onto Thomas. And nope, that's a no again. Hope's not buying that. And I was just shocked that she actually has the nerve to sit here and ask for forgiveness from Hope. She can't be serious. Like, WTF. Seriously? So, Hope basically says, no, it's not going to happen, ever. What she did was vile. And we all agree, right? We can all agree on that. And then Hope gets really angry because she realizes Flo is thinking her, of herself as a victim. And Hope is like, oh, I don't think so. I do not even think so. So, Hope is getting more and more angry. And she says, a stolen baby? What's wrong with you? Lie after lie. And of course, Flo tries to take up for herself. She does, but really, like, there's not really anything you can say that will make this right. Or even better. So she's like, well, I didn't lie about being friends with you. I didn't lie about caring about you. And I'm like, excuse me? Excuse me. I cannot. I literally cannot. If you were really her friend and cared about her, you would have told her the truth. So just shut up, Flo. Just shut up. That's what I wanted to say. Then, this makes Hope mad, right? So she's she's getting madder and madder. Like, it's just escalating. And Hope doesn't want to hear any of her excuses. And one of my favorite parts was when Hope clapped and she was like, I don't want to hear your excuses. It doesn't matter. You chose silence for some loser. I had to wallow in agony for some jackass's gambling debt. That's who you were loyal to. And this, and then you hear the slap heard round the world. This made my whole month like this made everything worth it because I so so wanted an old school slap so bad she's screaming at Flo now and she's like you are loyal and then she slaps the crap out of her and she looks at her and says that's what you deserve it was magical so Flo is definitely surprised and caught off guard but she tells Hope that she can do it again if she wants. But Hope is not that type of person. You guys know that. So Hope just wants Flo to leave. And when she says leave, she means leave her life forever. She doesn't want to ever see Flo's face again. And Hope makes a really good point that I didn't really think of at first. And she tells Flo that she took every one of Beth's first and gave them to Steffi. Then she calls Flo her uncle's bastard, not a cousin and not family. 
Then, of course, the Logan women, along with Ridge and Shauna, come into the cabin to check on Hope. And Brooke goes off on Flo. She tells her that all she sees in Flo's eyes is Storm's shame. And once again, Flo tries to minimize her part in the whole thing. But no one's buying it. She wanted to tell, but everyone kept stopping her. Whatever. You, whatever. Excuse after excuse. And Katie says exactly what we've all been thinking. Didn't you think it was time to tell the truth when Hope was ending her marriage to Liam and basically ruining her life? And I'm like, thank you, thank you. Flo again begs for their forgiveness, but it is too little too late. Detective Sanchez comes in and he arrests Flo for kidnapping and fraud because of the paperwork. And Shauna gets so upset. She gets really desperate and she begs them not to do this. That Flo made a mistake and she got caught up in it, but they're not listening and there is no mercy today and that's how monday ends with flo walking out the door in handcuffs so that brings us in to tuesday the show opens at the cabin with hope beth and liam hope is super happy to be with her baby of course and it's really sweet she's rocking her and talking to her and liam is eavesdropping we learn that carter is out of town, so Justin is coming over to help them with their legal issues. A few minutes later, Justin arrives. Hope wants to know, basically, about the adoption and what they need to do legally for her to be theirs. Carter feels horrible for his part in all of this, but everyone knows, we all know he's innocent. And he was used just like everyone else. Hope is ready to move on ASAP. And she wants to annul her marriage to Thomas. So Justin doesn't foresee any problems with either issue. He doesn't see any problems with the adoption because it wasn't legal. And he doesn't really see any problems with the annulment. Hope is worried about disappointing Douglas, but she refuses to stay married to Thomas. And you know what? I get it. I think all of us get it. She mentions how sorry she is about Emma. And Justin appreciates that because he's been sad and he's just been throwing himself into work. And then the subject of Thomas comes up again. And Liam is really nervous that when Thomas finds out about the annulment, he will snap and want revenge because he's definitely a threat. Now we head up to the big house with Brooke and Ridge. And Ridge is really worried about Thomas, and so is Brooke, but for very different reasons. Then Douglas comes downstairs, wanting to know where his daddy is. And the poor thing, he thinks that his daddy doesn't like him anymore. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how much more does this poor little kid have to go through? Brooke and Ridge assure him that sometimes people who love each other fight, but not to worry, the anger goes away. And that he's still their hero. Brooke understands that Ridge is in a very bad position. Or at least she says she does. He definitely wants to take up for Thomas. Because it's his son. Of course he does. 
But she's worried that Thomas is going to do something that he will regret. So they need to find him because she actually thinks he's dangerous. Ridge does not want to hear it. And he doesn't agree. He does not think Thomas is a danger to anyone. And Ridge gets really upset. So Brooke backs down a little bit. Because you could tell she's starting to feel bad. But she still mentions that she's worried about the whole Emma thing. And before Ridge can really say anything, they get a knock at the door and guess who it is? Detective Sanchez. He's looking for Thomas because he has questions. Guess what? Regarding the investigation into Emma's death. Uh oh. Ridge gets angry. And very defensive. He doesn't believe Xander's story. Because Thomas would never hurt Emma. And he would never do such a thing. He's not a murderer. Now we head over to Vinny's apartment. With Vinny and Thomas. And just a side note. The AC doesn't work well in the apartment. So we get a shirtless Thomas. And a shirtless Vinny. And I really appreciated that. And they were all glistening. And um, I just want to say thanks to the B&B. Because I did appreciate that. Okay. Sorry I got off track there. So, Thomas is avoiding Ridge. That's clear. And Vinny is actually worried and tells Thomas that he really should at least text his dad. And Thomas is manic again. He feels like an idiot because he should be with his wife. And Vinny wants Thomas to calm down and chill out. And Thomas answers that he doesn't know how when his wife is probably... Right now, as they speak, with another man. He's pacing around the room, and he's really upset. He's not eating or sleeping, and this is getting bad. So he tells Vinny that he hates Liam, and he knows what he needs to do. He needs to get Hope away from Liam for good this time. Then Vinny says, you know what? What about your son, dude? And Thomas actually says, that little brat that ratted me out, huh. And I was like, whoa, I could not believe that he said that. Vinny is really trying to be a good friend. And he's like, you need to calm down. The Thomas I know is calm and methodical. Thomas agrees and he starts to try to calm down and think of a plan to get Hope back. And he's talking to himself and he says, you're mine, Hope. You're mine. And that's how Tuesday ends. All I can really say is, wow. Like, wow. So that brings us in to Wednesday. The show opens at Brooks with Brooke, Ridge, and Detective Sanchez. Poor Ridge. He is getting so defensive. But I do understand, right? It is his son. He doesn't fully understand the depths of what Thomas has done. Like, he doesn't know everything. So, the detective definitely notices how upset Ridge is getting. He wants to know if Thomas not answering his phone is unusual behavior for him. And I I had to crack up because my husband yelled out, Lawyer! Get a lawyer! And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. So, then Brooke says she's worried about her daughter and Thomas's erratic behavior. And I was thinking, Brooke, shut it. Shut up. Ridge is going to be so mad. So then Brooke clarifies that they're both worried about their children, period. 
And Ridge tells the detective again that it's just off office gossip and Thomas is innocent. So Detective Sanchez tells him to give him a call when they hear from Thomas. It's very, it's important. And he leaves. Brooke is stressed out because Thomas hasn't even called to check on Douglas and she just thinks that's really weird. So Ridge tries to call Thomas again, but of course he doesn't answer. Now we head over to the cabin with Hope, Liam, and Justin. Justin explains that Thomas can't stop the annulment, but he does have to be informed. He's not going to be happy to hear this news. No way, he is not. Their meeting is over and Justin leaves. And Liam is very concerned about how Thomas will react when he finds out the news. And I am too, to be honest. Hope really regrets not listening to Liam and her mother because they warned her about Thomas. Then Liam tells Hope not to worry, to just forget about it because she was vulnerable and he took advantage of her. But he doesn't want Hope anywhere near Thomas, especially alone. Hope wants Thomas out of her life for good. And Liam tells her that he's serious. This annulment could send Thomas over the edge. They both discuss basically how crazy Thomas is now. Then, ignoring Liam's objections, she calls Thomas. Meanwhile, over at Vinny's, Thomas refuses to lose hope because she belongs with him. Really? Then, he tells Vinny... That he can't let Brooke and Liam turn hope against him. He has to see her in person. And I was like, oh shit. So, Thomas really wants to see hope. But Vinny is trying to be a good friend. And he's like, dude, you need to calm down first. And he tries to give Thomas a pep talk. And tell him that he needs to stay in control. But Thomas just keeps acting crazy. He's talking to himself and not in like the normal way, okay? Because I talk to myself all the time. Like when you're busy, you know, and you're talking to yourself or you're going through your schedule, that type of thing. No, no, it's not that. It's the weird talking to himself where he's super intense. And I'm, I'm truly scared for Hope and Liam. So Hope calls and he answers the phone. And he tries to explain, but Hope does not want to hear it. He betrayed her and lied to her, and that's all she needs to know. He is desperate to explain, but she she won't she won't hear it. Like it's not going to happen. She informs him that she's annulling their marriage, and she wants him to sign the papers. Their marriage is over, and he needs to contact his son and be there for him. She never wants to speak to him again. Hope has officially broken Thomas. Because he's like freaking out now. He is going off the deep end. And that's how Wednesday ends. So that brings us into Thursday. The show opens at the cabin with Hope and Liam. Hope and Liam are discussing her conversation with Thomas. Liam is worried about what Thomas might do. And... I don't blame him. He's also worried about Hope. Because you just... He, Thomas is unpredictable. 
Hope is upset because Thomas didn't even ask about Douglas. And she's very concerned for him. Then Hope asks Liam what he thinks about Douglas living at the cabin with them. They both agree that he shouldn't be around Thomas. Hope and Liam are supposed to go to Steffi's to pick up Beth's things while she's not there. But Liam is busy working. I'm sorry, I have to say this. WTF, you guys. Like, he's working on a laptop. Why can't he just take his laptop to Steffi's house and work there while Hope packs up Beth's things? Anyone? Like, I was just confused by this. Like, it's not like he's at Forrester working. He's at home working. I I just found that odd. I thought that this was kind of weird. Anyways, Liam finally answers her original question. He doesn't mind if Douglas lives with them at the cabin, but he also doesn't want to be caught up in the middle of a Spencer-Forrester feud. Hope wants to keep Douglas away from Thomas. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not necessarily disagreeing, but I don't I don't know about this. I, I'm not, I don't know. So Hope leaves to go to Steffi's alone. And Liam's going to meet her there. And I was like, oh no. No, Hope, don't do it. Don't go alone. Now we head up to the big house with Ridge, Brooke, and Douglas. And Douglas wants to know when his daddy is coming home. Of course, they don't know the answer. So they assure him that his daddy will be back soon because he loves him. Ridge is annoyed that Brooke is thinking all of these bad things about Thomas because he refuses to believe that Thomas is dangerous. Then surprisingly, Brooke tells Ridge that right now it's probably best that Thomas isn't around Douglas. Wrong thing to say. This pisses Ridge off. Ridge tells her real quick that Douglas needs his father and he's really surprised and shocked that she would say such a thing. I'm thinking, oh, wow, Brooke, you need to shut it, okay? This is a touchy subject, and Brooke needs to tread lightly here. I'm kind of upset a little bit because I feel like I'm not going to like the direction that this story is going, but we'll see. And I don't disagree that Thomas is not a great father right now, but I'm not really sold on the fact That taking his son away from him is a good idea either. I'm just not sure that's the answer. So then Ridge admits to Brooke that he was not a good father to Thomas. And he could have been a much better father. He could have done a much better job. And of course Brooke tries to comfort him. Now we head over to Vinny's apartment with Thomas and Vinny. Vinny is giving Thomas the rules if he's going to stay with him. And I'm like, good for you, Vinny. Tommy Tommy boy is rich over there, you know? Like, good for you. So then Thomas starts talking about the annulment. And he tells Vinny that all of this is because of a 45-pound little brat who decided to ruin his life. And you know what? I'm starting to like Vinny. Because he stands up to Thomas and tells him he needs to stop calling his son a brat. Then we learn that Vinny is not a drug dealer. He just does favors for friends. And that he 
had a hard childhood with a really horrible father. Basically, he tells Thomas he needs to stop and be a father to his son. And I was like, wow. Wow, Vinny's actually really standing up to Thomas. Thomas, of course, is not hearing it. All he's worried about is trying to come up with a plan to get Hope back. Back over at Brooke's house, upstairs, with Amelia and Douglas. Amelia is upstairs getting ready to take Douglas to the zoo. And Thomas calls. And he asks Amelia if she'll bring Douglas by to see him. And she hesitates, but she finally agrees to do it. As long as Douglas wants to see him, she'll do it. And of course he does. So she leaves and a little while later, she arrives at Vinny's apartment. And Thomas talks to Amelia and he gets her to leave Douglas alone with him. In front of her, he's super nice. So she doesn't really think much of it. I mean, that is his father. But once she leaves, everything changes. This was so sad to watch and hard to watch. It infuriated me. Thomas blames Douglas for everything. It's all his fault. He let Liam take hope from him. And poor, the poor baby. He is just, so, he doesn't even know what to do. Like, he's so sad. And he wants his daddy to come back home. So Thomas explains what an annulment is. And then he starts yelling at Douglas. Yelling that Douglas betrayed him and destroyed their life with hope and all of it's his fault. And then he gets really loud and he gets in his face and I'm like, oh no. And poor little Douglas covers his face and he says, daddy, no. And that's how Thursday ends. I was so mad, guys. I wish I could punch Thomas in the face. Ugh, I wanted to punch him in the face so, so bad. I really wish Ridge could see this right now. So that brings us into Friday the 23rd. The show opens at Brooke's house with Brooke and Ridge. I do have to apologize. My dog is snoring. I don't know if the mic's picking it up or not, but he's snoring loud. So I'm sorry if you hear that. Brooke really wants Ridge to go out and look for Thomas because she thinks he's a threat to her daughter, but Ridge totally disagrees. And before they can say anything else, Hope walks in. She's just stopping by to give them an update on what her and Liam have going on for the day. She also wants to inform them that she's filing annulment papers and that she already talked to Thomas about it and he didn't take it well. He was definitely not happy. They're both surprised that she talked to Thomas. And Brooke is getting even more worried because she already thinks Thomas is dangerous. So Hope explains that with all due respect to Ridge, she doesn't want to make things worse, but she wants out of the marriage as soon as possible. She has lost all respect for Thomas after what he did to her, and she wants nothing to do with him ever. Ridge is caught off guard by this, and then Hope leaves. And I was surprised that Ridge was surprised that Hope wants to end the marriage already. Seriously? 
Porridge, he loves his son and he can't give up on him. And of course, Brooke doesn't expect him to. He tells her that he needs to put both of them in therapy. And then they kind of laugh because he says that he sounds like Taylor. (laughs) Then Amelia comes in and they're like, what the hell? Where's Douglas? So she explains that she left Douglas with Thomas. Brooke freaks out. He shouldn't be alone with him right now and with his, you know, state of mind. So Ridge tells Amelia, look, go back there. Send me the address, go back there, and then when I get there, open the door and let me in. Now everyone's worried. Now we head over to Vinny's with Thomas and Douglas. Thomas tells Douglas that he betrayed him, and he lost hope for good because he couldn't keep his little mouth shut. At this point, I am feeling so horrible for this poor, innocent, adorable little boy. But Douglas holds his own with Thomas, and he tells him that he's sorry, but Hope needed to know the truth, and now she's really happy. And Thomas is like, well, that's it for us, no more Hope, so I hope you're happy. Then Douglas tells him that he misses his old daddy, and that he's different now, and he wants his old daddy back. And this definitely catches Thomas off guard. So Douglas continues. And he tells him lying is bad. And he taught him not to lie. And that his daddy is not bad. He's good. This gets through to Thomas. Thomas starts tearing up and crying. And Douglas tells him that he's his best friend. And to remember what he always says, I love you too forever. Thomas breaks down. And he tells Douglas how sorry he is and how daddy shouldn't act like that. Finally, Douglas has gotten through to Thomas. Then, after they make up, Douglas informs Thomas that Hope is at Steffi's house. Of course, he wants to go see Hope immediately. A few minutes later, he gets the opportunity because Amelia arrives to check on Douglas. And before she can even say anything... Thomas is like, I need you to watch him because I gotta go, I gotta go meet someone. And he runs out of the apartment. A few minutes later, Ridge arrives and Amelia opens the door and Ridge is now worried. So he gets Douglas to tell him where Thomas went. So he does and Ridge leaves and heads to Steffi's house. So Ridge jumps in his car, and on the way to Steffi's, he calls Thomas. Thomas doesn't answer, so then he calls Brooke to tell her what's going on. And they both are headed to Steffi's to save Hope. Now we head over to Steffi's with Hope. Hope has arrived, and Steffi is not there. She is getting best stuff together, and a few minutes later, Thomas shows up and startles her. He tells her that he cannot let her go through with the annulment. And Hope is really scared and she wants him to leave. Of course he won't. She doesn't want to hear any of his excuses because he's a liar. Thomas actually says, You have to let me apologize. You owe me that at least. Excuse me, what? She does not owe you a damn thing. Please. So Hope tells him that they are over and she wants him to leave. Then he grabs her 
oh no, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. He grabs her, and she tries to pull away. Finally, she gets away from him. And now she's freaking out, so she runs outside, outside the sliding glass door. She runs out, and they're standing in the yard. And I was thinking, this is not good. Because where they're standing, the edge of the cliff is literally right behind them. Where they're standing. He grabs Hope's wrist, both of them, and he won't let go. And she's pulling and yanking and yelling for her for him to leave her alone and let her go. But he won't. Brooke arrives. And she, she sees this and she hears what's going on. So she runs over there and she gets between them. And she tells him, let my daughter go. Are you crazy? So Thomas lets Hope go. And Brooke turns around to check on Hope. And Thomas grabs Brooke's shoulder and back. He tries to like grab her shoulders and her back area. To make her turn around so he can talk to her. And she's like, stop, get off me. And so she yanks away from him and she goes to turn around. And when she turns around, she pushes him and he falls off of the cliff. What? Brooke and Hope don't realize is that Ridge has shown up and is running over and he sees all of it. He sees the whole thing happen. And he runs over and they look over the cliff and Thomas is laying lifeless on the beach. The look that Ridge gives Brooke is not good. He looks at her like she's a murderer. And that's how Friday ends. It ends on a literal cliffhanger. Pun intended. So that brings us to the end of the week. And you know what time it is. It's time for the rundown. I can't wait to analyze this week. Okay, let's talk about Bill first. We all know that something is going to happen because Flo is not going to stay in jail for the rest of her life, okay? She's not going to be in prison forever. We all know this. I'm wondering if Bill is going to try and tamper with the judge or the evidence or something and that will force Flo's case to be thrown out. Something has to happen because we all know that Katrina is a wonderful actress and she did such a marvelous job. I don't see them getting rid of her. So something's going to have to happen. But you know how Bill is. Okay, I would not put it past them. Moving on, let's talk about Wyatt. Wyatt claims that he's done with Flo. But I'm not buying it. I am not buying what he's selling. I bet you guys... He will be pulled back in to Flo's drama somehow. And that just makes me feel bad for Sally. It really does. Now, let's talk about Ridge for a second. I just want to say congratulations to Ridge for winning. 
the biggest hypocrite award of the year. Congratulations goes out to him. Okay. Do you guys remember Ridge pushed Bill off of the balcony of his house? And he almost died. Okay? Does everyone remember that? If you recall, when Ridge showed up at the hospital to meet Brooke and Katie there, he told them it was an accident. I did not mean to push him over the balcony. Like, we were fighting. I'm not going to lie about that, but I didn't purposely push him over the balcony. Right? Okay. Katie and Brooke, especially Brooke, did not even question him. Brooke immediately agreed with him and immediately was like, absolutely, it was an accident. When the cops came, they both said it was an accident. They didn't even question him. Now Ridge has the nerve to look at Brooke with that look because I know what's coming. Here's my prediction. He's going to be super mad and he's going to take it out on her and he's going to call her a friggin' murderer and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, wow, what a hypocrite. Because, yes, she did mean to push him off of her, but she did not mean to push him off the cliff. I just don't believe that. I do not think she purposely meant to push him off the cliff. That's just my opinion. So, Ridge is in complete denial. Even after hearing all the things that Thomas has done, he's still not getting it. There's even more that hasn't been revealed yet. I'm not sure if it will or how they're going to do it, but he doesn't know about Thomas drugging Liam. They don't know about Amelia sending the video. They don't know the drawing or I think it was two drawings, that Thomas drew and lied and said Douglas drew them. They don't know about the fake death box. And they don't know about the fake death letter. There's probably more I'm forgetting, but all of these things have not come out yet. And if Ridge knew them, I wonder would he still be in such denial. I feel for Ridge, I do. Because he's in a very bad situation okay and Thomas falling off the cliff is not going to help that's only going to cause more problems especially between Brooke and Ridge I was hoping this whole thing wouldn't come between them because Ridge is really going to need Brooke to get through this but I just don't know hopefully she can get him to understand but we all know how Ridge is he is so hard-headed he gets something in his head and that's it we all know so I'm not sure what's gonna happen but I do feel for Brooke because I don't think it was on purpose let's talk about Douglas and Thomas for a second I could not believe the things that he was saying to that poor little boy but finally Douglas got through to him I do believe that Thomas loves his son I just don't know if it's too late. You know what? Maybe the fall will fix Thomas, right? Maybe he has a brain tumor or something. And that's why he's been acting so crazy and erratic and manic. Who knows? Either he's going to have like amnesia or maybe it'll fix him. I'm hoping it'll fix him. And I just have to say that little Henry killed 
those things. He absolutely was flawless and so adorable. He is a star. I just love him. He should win an Emmy. I predict that Thomas is either going to have amnesia, be in a coma for a while, or, like I said, he's going to have some medical issue that they're going to find, and this is why he's been crazy. Lastly, I want to talk about Hope just for a second, because I absolutely loved the slap. It made all of this worth it. Now... If we could just see Hope slap Zoe, it would make my entire year. Because Zoe deserves to be slapped so hard where she like falls over. Hope is actually standing up for herself and she's not taking any shit from anyone and I love it. This is the hope that's in there. I know it. I've seen and over the years I'm sure we've all seen Little glimpses of it. But this is finally Hope saying enough is enough. Okay, I'm nice, but enough is enough. I predict that Hope will get back with Liam. I think they will get remarried and live happily ever after for, you know, as long as ever after is on a soap opera. You know what I mean. At least for a few months. Oh, you know what? I almost forgot. Our questions of the week are... Question number one. Does Flo deserve a second chance? And question number two. Can Ridge forgive Brooke? That is our questions of the week. I will post them on my socials and see what you guys think. That brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I love to hear what you guys think. You can get in touch with me at thebolderandbeautifulpodcast.com. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure you keep an eye out for my bonus episode that I'm going to release tomorrow. Again, thank you so much for listening. I love all of you guys. I'll be back in your ears next week. Until then, bye guys.